What's up, everyone, and welcome to the Fuck Nation Sports Betting Podcast. I am your host, Fuck Nation. On this pod, we will be talking about the sports betting world we currently live in and is rapidly growing by the minute. We want to give you as much sports betting investing info, data, insight, and knowledge. And with that, our goal is to educate and give you an edge when it comes to beating the sports book. Let's have some fun. And welcome back to another episode on the Fuck Nation Sports Betting Podcast. I am your host, Fuck Nation. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. We appreciate it. Nice reminder here in the beginning, if you do not mind, to give us a five-star review at the bottom of the pod. We truly appreciate that. Where do we start here from last week? The NFL or college football? College football first. As we are recording here on Saturday near 4 p.m. Eastern, the college football playoffs are starting to heat up the rankings. Georgia remains number one. Ohio State, number two. Michigan Wolverines, number three. TCU Horn Frogs, number four. Tennessee, number five. LSU, number six. This is where I'll kind of stop to round out the six. Obviously, there are a few other teams that could have a chance, but with a lot of possibilities needing to happen to go that way. But as we are recording this episode, TCU squeaks by, finds a way once again, this time on the road, squeaking out with a one-point victory at the buzzer, game winner, they called game in Baylor, at Baylor, in Waco, with no time left on the clock. Max Duggins, TCU, truly the cardiac cats, the cardiac team of college football. Every time you think that they are going to lose, they find a way to win. They are going to hold their place, at least in this top four. Michigan squeaks by at home versus Illinois. Uh, That will remain the top four teams there. Tennessee sits at number five. They are not out of it by any means. Maybe if Michigan loses to Ohio State in the Big Ten championship game, they will suffer one loss. And if Tennessee wins out their remaining schedule, maybe they will bump Tennessee in there and Michigan the odd team out. But lots of football still to be had these next couple weeks in championship title games. So expect it all here in college football. I always say it's a bunch of kids playing. Anything can happen. Good college football here on Saturday. Moving on to the NFL, Philadelphia Eagles finally suffered their first defeat of the year at home to the hands of the Washington Commanders. Eagles laying 11 points as favorites and fallen their outright losers to the Commanders. Kudos to them. Heineke and that defense were able to stay in that game, run the ball, and prevail in Philadelphia in that division battle. Uh, Not easy. Gritty win by them. They have some momentum. Some congratulations. Fortunately for us here at Fuck Nation, they ruined our two-team, our three-team, two-unit parlay. We had won the first two legs, and all we needed was the Philadelphia Eagles basically to win the game. No, No points involved at all. Minus 550 money line, and they did not deliver. Commanders 
took made some rain in our parade came in our party and messed that up so good for them good for them uh eagles still looking good as a team as the season goes on but maybe opens up that that division or you know the cowboys and the giants still in the mix for that nfc east crown by suffering their first loss of the year Moving on to the betting trends segment. Love talking these numbers, seeing where the over-unders are at or the public's betting or where the sharps are betting. Uh, we always like to discuss the prior week's over-under. And in week 10, it went 7-7. Seven and seven. There were seven overs that went over the total number, and there were seven unders that went under the total number. So nothing to scream about there. On the year, the unders have still have cash more. Than the over, so kudos if you are an under better. That has prevailed so far, thus this season, leading into week 11. Next little betting trend we like to talk about is where the percentage of amount of tickets are being bet. So public-wise, if we like to discuss where 60% or more of the tickets are going, we take that into consideration and how they fared. So last week, there were four games total where a significant a certain team was bet 60% or more. And we like to see how they did against the spread. With last week, it went 2-2. Two and two. There were four games that were bet 60% or more of tickets and two in favor of the public or majority, I want to say, and two against it. Uh, the prior two out of three weeks, the public did win and deliver. So this week it was uh, wasn't for Vegas, really. It wasn't for the public, so to speak. So that's that. And who are the best ATS teams, best against the spread teams? Who do you think? It's the Tennessee Titans, who now move to 7-2 and two record after their Thursday night football win on the road in Lambeau against Green Bay. They moved to seven wins, two losses against the spread, and the New York Football Giants, 7-2. and two. They just keep finding ways to cover. They keep finding ways to win just when you think they're going to start losing and fall apart and maybe not feel like this team is real enough. They deliver. And kudos to the head coach and kudos to that whole staff to make such a remarkable turnaround in year one of their new regime with coaching. Very, playing very good ball, turnover-free, and I think the biggest thing is they are eking out or winning in the clutch this year. Uh, I would have to go look at that stat, how many wins they have when the game is decided by, say, five points, six points or less. I don't remember the last time I've seen them lose based on that stat. So New York Giants, very well in the mix to win the NFC East, very well in the mix to obviously make the playoffs, very well in the mix to possibly make a run in the NFC the way they are playing tough on both sides of the ball. Uh, maybe uh, NFL Coach of the Year, Brian Dabal, possibly uh, is in the mix. Obviously, there's some good other, other good candidates, but uh, he is definitely in the mix. Our next segment, trap lines slash suspicious lines. Things that you look at it and say, what the heck, why is this line in this team's favor, why isn't the line more? Why are they laying five? Why are they getting five? Something seems off. And, you know, based on your sports knowledge, and you start looking into it more, and you just don't see why that is. Um, 
you know, we talk about these trap lines weekly. Sometimes we are on to something, sometimes we are right. And sometimes we are off and basically you say Vegas gave you a gift and you should have just went with your heart. Um, last week was, was last week. Actually, I just going over my notes was that case. And it was one of our uh, free plays or plays that we did. We talked about last week, which was the Texas Longhorns in college football at home. Uh, hostile environment. Welcoming, guess who? TCU on the road. Texas was favored by seven. And we said, why was that so? Um, TCU is the undefeated team, number four in the country. Texas has been inconsistent this year. So that was one of those trap slash suspicious lines we discussed. And, you know, we rolled with Texas. Um, you know, nothing big and any just but kind of reading into it. And we rolled with it. Even the public percentages were kind of on the TCU side just a touch. Um, you know, that one did not work out. Uh, Texas laid an egg. So we were wrong on that one. And sometimes we're right. Um, going into this week, the trap line game of the week, for sure, in my opinion, is the game of the Detroit Lions on the road versus the New York football giants who are laying only three points. New York giants. Where do we start here? We just talked about them a little bit. So they're seven and two on the year against the spread. Not only do they win, they cover against the spread, which is a, which is important. You know, when you're betting things to look at, why are they getting only, why are not, why are they laying three points only at home? What's their record? Their record is 7-2 on the year, and it's the Detroit freaking Lions who are 3-6. Granted, the Detroit Lions have pulled out two good two wins on the road. I don't want to say good wins. They beat the Packers, and they went on the road and squeaked by the Chicago Bears. Why are the 3-6 Lions only getting three points versus the Red Hot Giants? This, to me, screams something very trappy, very suspicious. Uh, something's off here. Um, I know the Lions have a fairly decent offense, the defense, uh, fairly decent offense, not so great defense. Why are they only getting three points? To me, maybe this should be four and a half, five points for the Giants, you know, especially just looking off the records. Uh, right now, the next layer of that is the New York Giants are getting 66% of the tickets. You know, this is looking like a very public play mindset. People are looking at this game and thinking the same thoughts as me, the same thoughts as you, perhaps. Uh, and we're seeing that in the numbers. Um, you know, without me putting in my insight, you know, the trends, my heart, this, yeah, makes me scream Giants. I will be looking at the Detroit Lions, not because I like them, but more so this seems trappy, this seems fishy, this seems odd. Um, I'm going to look into that and possibly play the Detroit Lions plus three, getting three points, and hope for the best. And we'll talk about this on next week's episode, see if we were off or we were on to something. Detroit Lions plus three on the road versus the Red Hot Giants. Take a look at that one and see if you can make sense of it. But I definitely think you'll agree with me. And this is something of a trap line or trap game of sort. Let's move on to our next segment, 
And that is the game of the week, and it's going to be in the NFL. It's got the 4 p.m., 425 Eastern game, and it is the Dallas Cowboys at the 8-1 Minnesota Vikings. So you got the Cowboys 6-3 traveling on the road to Minnesota. Great game. Dallas is currently favored at getting one they're laying one point so you know it seems like a 50 50 game when you look at the spread itself but you know what this seems a little you know talking betting perspective this seems odd once again how are the minnesota vikings who are eight and one two wins better than the cowboys they're at home they just had their trademark resume win of the year on the road in dramatic fashion in that wild game in Buffalo, who we could take a talk a whole episode about just discussing that roller coaster of game. Um, why is the Cowboys getting laying one point on the road, Minnesota? Um, Minnesota, we kind of had a knock on them because they hadn't really beat anyone while they were seven to one at the time. I think they just made believers out of many teams, uh, many people around the country winning on the road at Buffalo who's tabbed as the Super Bowl contender along with the Chiefs they just won on the road and now they go home and why are they underdogs uh, Dallas Cowboys just lost on the road to the Green Bay Packers um, so you know it seems odd as well I will take a look at this I don't know if Vegas is playing with us they want us to jump um, Minnesota, is this the double reverse trap? Um, Minnesota just had their season-defining win, and uh, people will start to take them seriously. Um, I'm going to take a hard look at this one. Uh, we know what Dallas Cowboys can bring on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, supreme, superior um, defensive line. They get to the quarterback. Uh, so they, I'm sure that is in the equation why they are favored. You know, Dak Prescott, they got a good running game here and there, usually with Tony Pollard and Zeke coming back, hopefully. And a good cast of receivers and CeeDee Lamb. And defense is playing good. Minnesota Vikings, though, playing good. So this is the game of the week. Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson. I mean, he is the number one receiver in the NFL right now, I would say. You know, maybe Tyreek Hill slightly below him. Maybe Tyreek slightly above him. Um, look for Justin Jefferson, and I'm not just trying to promote this, or maybe I am. He's looking to win Offensive Player of the Year, in my opinion. Um, take that award away from Cooper Cup, who won it last year. I think uh, it's going back to the receiver position, and I think Justin Jefferson's having a hell of a year uh, to try to win that award and obviously carrying his team week in and week out, as we saw basically on last week's game with that fourth down snag and multiple third down conversions with him and Kirk Cousins. Um, that's the game of week. Should be a good one. Let's move on to the free play segment. Our favorite uh, last week. We've won three weeks in a row. Our last two weeks, we've backed Tampa Bay Buccaneers money line and money line. 
Last week we won in Germany versus Seattle Seahawks. We took Bucks money line. And this week we cannot take them again because they have a bye week. So we can't go for the hat trick with them, but we will try to go four in a row of free play podcast winners. Hopefully some people are tuning in, listeners, and backing those plays while we are hot with that. We don't always win, of course, but right now we got some momentum. Speaking of momentum, we're up over close to 19 units on the year on the NFL season. So we hope to continue that. I believe we were up 20 units or so the last week when we did this podcast uh, episode. Uh, so that means we went down a unit or so. Um, free play in the NFL. These don't always win. Uh, we lost one last week. Uh, it wasn't a free play, but it was that three-team parlay. Um, we fell apart on the last one with the Eagles minus 550 money line on Monday Night Football. like to think this one is going to come to play in cash. We are going to back the Ravens money line at home versus the Panthers. We are going to back the Buffalo Bills money line at home versus the Cleveland Browns. And we are going to back the San Francisco 49ers in a neutral site. In Viva La Mexico versus the Arizona Cardinals. So those three teams, Ravens, Bills, 49ers, three-team parlay. Um, let's do it. Let's try to win free play on the pod for our fourth week in a row. And let's have some football. Let's enjoy some football. Uh, we will try to sneak in a episode next week even though thanksgiving is around the quarter maybe try to sneak one in before the games on thursday uh enjoy it thank you once again for tuning in to another episode on the fuck nation sports betting podcast with your host here fuck nation and please if you haven't we do appreciate if you give a or drop a five star review thank you once again Good luck with your betting this week. Let's take some money from the bookies. And if we don't, we always live to fight for the next bet, of course. All right, take care.